getting to know him. And I'm going to invite Nathan up. Nathan's got something to share tonight. Welcome. Uh, I just want to share something quick um, that God put on my heart last night at the Holy Spirit night. It kind of comes right from what David was talking about. Um, that a lot of things in life, for me at least, feel like tasks to be accomplished or goals to be achieved. Um, and I'm often tempted to find some worth or validation in achieving those things or accomplishing those goals. Um, and God was just reminding me that the only achievement that really counts is what he has achieved, that what Jesus achieved on the cross in um, satisfying all of God's requirements in his life and satisfying God's wrath against us in his death and that he's achieved our freedom and um, everything that we need to be able to live into the plans that God has for us um, and that he's provided us with every spiritual blessing in Christ and so that the things that we are doing here on earth, whatever they are, are not that we have to accomplish them in order to be worth something because we already are worth something to God and we we see the evidence of his love for us. Um, but that it's just to be received as a gift from him. Um, that because he's placed these things in our lives, now we have the opportunity to go after um, what he has for us. And that we can still be okay, even if nothing greater ever comes from our lives than what he's already given us. Like, that's okay. What he's given us in Christ is enough. And he still wants us to go after bigger things and greater purposes that he wants to accomplish through us. But those are just a gift that he's given us and that he's prepared us for. And it's not anything that we have to strive for. We can just receive that from him and enjoy that from him. So that's all. And I hope that encourages you. It's a good theme. All right. Uh, Cynthia is going to come share with us a little bit. Welcome, Cynthia. Um, so I was sitting there with God, and um, I just felt like it was important that we talk a little bit about um, testimony and what testimony is and what it means. Um, we've talked before about um, testimony always pointing to God. It's what it's, that's what it, that's the, at the core of what it is. It points to God. It's about God, what he has done, who he is, what he wants to accomplish. Um, and, and in the past, we've talked about um, honoring him by recalling what he's done in our lives, um, being able to look over our lives and go, the Lord did this for me, or the Lord did this for my family, or I saw him answer this prayer. And um, to give that um, within ourselves to, to, to acknowledge that is honoring him and then to share it with the body at large is also um, honoring God, but it, it helps inspire, encourage, and motivate others. So we've talked about that a little bit in the church. Um, but another aspect that's really important right now um, for the church and for individuals in this church, um, and that's all of us because we're all here today and this is when we got this, so um, is that testimony is a living, dynamic, um, 
existence. It's a living dynamic thing. It's this living dynamic process. It's not just a um, memory that's something from the past. It's not just this um, notion of an act that was done. We, we um, can get into a habit of turning testimony into a thing. Um, and it's not a thing. It's a, it's a very living process with God. It's um, our lives are our testimony of him. Um, so what I mean by that is there's a prophetic element to testimony that is declarative and it proclaims and it speaks not only to the life that we are living now and what God is doing in our midst, but what he wants to do and what he's going to do. We, as his children, can declare that and speak that into the atmosphere and into the situations and over people. We can pray that, um, and the testimony is a part of that. And there's that living dynamic portion of that. And so um, I was at rehearsals one day, and um, one of the ladies just happened to say, Cynthia, I've heard you mention this whole dreaming with God thing and uh, before, and I, I want to know what that is. I don't understand what that means. What do you mean you're dreaming with God? And so I went in to explain to her how God has placed these purposes, these gifts, um, all these wonderful things of discovery in us, for a purpose, and in the purpose is greater than us. It's not just, it's not to make our lives comfortable or to make everything okay, but it's it's to be an, an, a blessing and an influence and an encouragement and a motivation and help empower other people and the world around us. And so she was like, how does a dream help to do all of that in the real world? And I was like, well, being a living testimony of what God has done and who he is we are on this process and this journey with him. And so when we dream with him, we're daring to take a step of faith into something we may not fathom, that we can't even comprehend, that we may not even have the hope or belief for, but that's what dreaming is. It's bigger than we can see and it's bigger than we can imagine. It's, it goes so far beyond our, our, our senses. And, and um, so when we dream with God, we're saying, okay, I'm, I'm going to take this step. I'm going to risk something here to step out with you and, and hope or to claim joy. Um, and so when we do that, we go through this process where God starts increasing our capacity to hope and to dream and to have receive joy and to receive love. And it not only changes what's going on inside of us, it changes what's going on around us because people are taking note of what's going on in your life. Even if you're not aware even if they don't say anything, things are changing. There's a spiritual component that is changing in the atmosphere. And then you have those tangible moments where someone looks at your life and says, what is that thing that you do? Why are you like that? Why is that happening for you? And then we can say, hey, let me, let me tell you about what my father has done. So there's this living component of a testimony. And so I'm sharing with John that We've been discussing this as a group, and we're talking about it more as the church, that God is calling us into this dynamic living testimony to recall what he has done and to stand on that and acknowledge it so that we can move forward and stand right now and say, I'm walking with you. I stand on your promises. I stand on what you've done. I'm trusting in that, and I'm trusting that you want to do it right now. It's not just a behind-in-the-past the thing. It's a right now. And as we do that, we're looking ahead and saying, we're going to go with you there. We're going to declare your promises. We're going to declare your will. We're going to declare your truths and looking forward and declaring that uh, as we move ahead. And so 
we're, we've kind of started doing this in smaller groups, but I really believe that the Lord is saying that there, as an individuals in this church, there's some of us that have been asking God, what's going on in my life? Why am I not hearing from you? Why are things not moving? Why are things not changing? Why are things not like, and I believe there's a, an opportunity here for you to cultivate a heart of thanksgiving and a life of living testimony by starting with what the Lord has done for you in the past. And instead of just recalling it in your mind, because our minds are very limited and they forget a lot of things. You know, we can look in the Bible and see the Israelites forgot a lot of stuff that God did for them, a lot of big, awesome stuff. And it's good that we can recall them in our mind, but it helps to have a visible, tangible um, um, representation, recollection of what God has done. So for any of you that may be in that place, it, it, this is a good time for you to go back and write it out. To literally go back through your journals. Uh, when you're talking to people and they're telling you, you know, recalling things that you've said, write it down. Have something visible in front of you where you can list out all the things that God has done for you. That you could sit with him in that and meditate on that and start cultivating that heart of thanksgiving. So that you can not only start building up your faith for your life right now with him. Um, but you can also begin to look ahead with hope and not trepidation and begin to receive joy in a way that you haven't before. Um, and that there are some of us who are still saying, I can't hear from God. Why am I not hearing from God? And this is a really, this is a practical, tangible thing for us to do to start moving in that direction because he is speaking and you are hearing from him. You just don't realize you're hearing from him. And there may be some things in the way, um, some thoughts or that you have that won't allow you to grab a hold of, of what he's saying. There may be some things in your heart that need, um, to be brought out into the light that he wants to heal so that you'll be able to receive what he's saying. But it starts with cultivating this heart of thanksgiving and this life of living testimony. So start, start with the past, but bring it into the future, bring it into the right now. So when you have that list in front of you, you can say and call out every day that you're sitting there going, the Lord, I don't see the Lord. I don't feel the Lord. I don't hear the Lord. You can go to line number three and say, I remember that when the Lord did such and such, I remember the Lord spoke to me through this person. I remember like you can go through that and declare it. And so you can break off that that spiritual numbness, that spiritual deafness that's trying to tell you that you can't hear from God and you're not hearing from him because you are, you are hearing from him. So this is just another step to help you. And I believe that the Lord is saying that there are some who are right now going, well, I know what the Lord has done. I've recalled it. I have it in my journal. You know, we're, we're talking about it, but I'm not really feeling or seeing him moving in my life right now. I don't, I'm looking ahead and I have worry and anxiety. I have no hope for what's ahead. And the Lord is saying right now, you need to cultivate a life of living testimony. You've remembered what I have done. And now I need to see what you, what I need you to see me now in this moment and what I am doing because I am moving. And it, again, it comes to taking this, this testimony and being able to come to God and say, I don't see you, but I want to, what is keeping me from believing you right now? What is keeping me from seeing you right now? What is, what is the lie that I am believing that is telling me I'm not hearing from you and you aren't moving because we know that's not true. Um, it, it's this moment of 
standing on what God has done, standing your ground and declaring what he has done in your life and thanking him for it in your heart and your mind so that you can be open to receiving what he's doing right now and seeing him. And for some of us, it's looking ahead. We've honored him for the past and we're standing on his promises right now and we are believing him for these things that he is doing and he's saying but we look ahead and we see nothing and we feel nothing and there is no there's the hope that is to be there the joy that is to be there that excitement anticipation maybe just isn't where um you would like it to be or even where god is calling you into and the lord saying that the testimony is not a static stoic thing it is a living dynamic existence with me. It's a state of being with me. It's in the process of walking out with me. And it comes back to obedience and cultivating a life of thanksgiving. And obedience comes from taking that step that you didn't want to take. It comes from doing that thing you don't want to do. It comes from receiving that thing that's uncomfortable or being in a situation that you don't like and still choosing to love and still choosing to say God is good and still choosing to say I still believe your truth and declare it. And you will only get there by walking it out. You can only get there by walking it out because out of obedience, these things come. And so whatever that is for you, if there is a promise that God's made you that you feel it's too painful to hold on to, it's too painful to like deal with with God right now, I encourage you to deal with it right now with him. Stay, go to him and be like, okay, you gave, you gave me a promise and it hurts because obedience costs something and it usually costs us risking like saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have this risk where I'm going to believe you for something that I just, I'm having a hard time with. So just, there's a promise that some of you have gotten that you held on to for so long that you haven't seen any movement lately and you're getting discouraged or you're feeling numb. You're, you're feeling numb, but God's like, my promise doesn't fail. It is still alive. It is still dynamic. I just need you to walk it out with me and whatever that may be for you. So I'll give you an example to help with something tangible. When God gave me this dream of doing this like performing arts thing, I sat with him for weeks just praying into it and like, is this really you and what does this mean? And I got some answers, but I didn't have all of it. And I went to the community and I was like, hey, here's what's on my heart because we need community to do that, to say, here's what's on my heart. Pray with me about this. Are you, you know, does, has the Lord spoken anything to you in your life that can help me? And then the next step when I got some more answers and I felt a little bit more sure, but I still wasn't quite like ready to, to take him on with this and to walk with him in it. And he said, Cynthia, you're going to have to take the step first. I'm not going to give it to you before you take the step. You can't receive it before you take the step. You don't have a reference for what I'm going to give you until you take the step. That's what's going to start opening those things up for you. And it was scary and it was uncomfortable. But when I took the step and my step was, I went out into Patterson Park and I just sang my little heart out in front of strangers, which is like one of the scariest things on the planet for me. But I did it because I was like, I feel like it's some, I need to make a stand here to say, I believe you. And I don't know what this is going to be, but I want to do, I want a tangible step that I'm going to take with you to say, Lord, in my heart and my mind, I'm with you. So someone was like, I remember someone asked me, and was like, how did singing in a park in front of strangers put you where you are now with all this stuff that God's doing with you? That's what I'm saying. 
these little steps are important. You, we do not see the end from the beginning. We do not see how they're all connected. But if God is wanting you to do something, he has a reason for it. He's not just telling you to do it, just to do it. There is something you need in that process that you need to take that step for. There is something that is going to transpire in your heart and your mind that is going to allow you to receive from him in a way that you need to for the very next thing coming. There is something that you need so that it's to be blessing someone else only through the walk of obedience and the living testimony. What is the message of your life right now? What is the message of your life speaking right now? So I just, I really feel very strongly that these three things, for some of you, it's making that list with him about what he did and meditating on it and bringing it to him and then bringing it into a, a group of trusted, loving believers who can join you in praising God for it and praying into what he has done. And for some of you right now, it's whatever it is that God's bringing up or wanting to do, it's saying, Lord, I'm, I'm going to believe you because what you did back then, I believed you, so I'm going to believe you now and walking it out so you can receive these things. I, there's a saying that says, if you want something that you've never had before, you have to do something that you've never done before. God has so much for this church and for Baltimore and for the people in this family. You're going to have to do things that you've never done before. And it's not going to look like anything that you've ever experienced. It may not make any sense to you in the sense of like, what does this have to do with your plan for my life and, and helping Baltimore? So I'm going to just really encourage you that if you've been sitting with this for a while and you're not getting, you feel like you're not getting anywhere, if you've been going to the Lord and praying and reading your word and you've been worshiping him and praising him, which is cultivating his presence, which is what we need to do on a daily basis, if you're doing it sporadically, that may be somewhere we need to start where it needs to be something that you're constantly doing is cultivating his presence to help you, uh, to help you hear him, to help you see what he's doing. And if you're doing that and you sit, you're sitting with it and you're praying into it and you're getting nowhere, it's time for you to come into community because God has made it in such a way that you cannot make this, you can't do this walk on your own. You're not going to be able to do it. You can't do it in isolation and you can't do it by yourself. And there are things that people in this family have that you need. There's, a, there's wisdom, there's knowledge, there's uh, empowerment, there's motivation, there's a blessing, there's a word, there's a revelation, there's something that you need. You need to come into community, you need to start sharing what's on your heart and your mind. It ain't easy, it's uncomfortable, but guess what? There's that step, there's that walk, that faith, that step of faith that you need. And for some of you, you already know what the Lord said to you, and you ain't doing it. Speaking to someone who's often in that place of not wanting to do what he's telling me because I don't like it. It's going to cost me. It's inconvenient. It's uncomfortable. It's going to look crazy. I'm going to fall on my face in front of people, and I don't like that. It is well worth it because your mind cannot comprehend what he has for you on the other side of it. Lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him. It's not just something we say. It's something we live and we all need that. So I'm not just talking at you. I'm talking to myself here. But there is something that for some of you that God has said to you and you're not moving on it. You're too afraid. You don't have the hope or faith to believe for it. And I'm telling you, that's okay. He knows where you're at. And he's, yet, he still gave it to you. Why? Because it's needed. And in the process of walking it out with him, 
Your living testimony comes to life and it moves and it breathes and it has its being in him and it begins to change things in your heart and your mind and your situation and for the people around you to bless them. So, takeaways. Living testimony, cultivating his presence, cultivating a heart of thanksgiving, walking out in steps of obedience even when it's uncomfortable. It is going to cost you something, but it's more than worth it. And also... Your testimony needs to be written down. Make it something tangible. Make it something visible that you can go to every day and go right back to it. When your mind starts lying to you and like, oh, God's not moving. Oh, you can't hear God. You can go right back to that list and be like A, B, C, D, and go down the list. And if you have a problem creating this list, this is a good time to come into community and let us pray with you. And we can speak life into you. And maybe your list isn't 100 things. Danny Silk said when the Lord first told him to write down his dreams with him and write down what the Lord had done, he said, oh, that'll be really easy. And he struggled. He got to 10. And he was like, I'm done. And the Lord was like, oh, you're not. And years later, he finally got to 100 things that the Lord had done and the dreams that the Lord had for him. So don't, don't beat yourself up if you can't sit there and do it in five minutes. That's not the life we live. So, okay, I'm done. All right, we're going to pray. We're going to pray into that. Thank you, Cynthia. She didn't really want to do that, and I I said, I think we need to hear it, so thank you. Thank you. This is just living proof of, of, of what you're preaching. Um, <laughs> all right, we're going to pray into that, and what I want to, I want to, let's just close our eyes, and um Specifically, just as we're in this posture of prayer, I, I, just as Cynthia was talking, I really felt life on that word. And I believe that what God is saying is, in his mercy, he wants to give you what, what he wants for you and what you want. And that there are, There are some who really desire something alive, but you feel like you don't have it, and God's saying, I want to give it to you. And uh, I believe what Cynthia shared is really some practical steps for you to begin to take. And guess what? You're not taking it on your own. You have help. You have the Holy Spirit. You have Jesus inside of you. You have the Father leading you, holding your hand. You have the family of God helping you and encouraging you. And so I just want to pray into that. And as we do, I wrote down three words today. Or three different phrases. And I feel like they apply to this remembering peace. And I, I believe there are three different areas that God wants to help you to see um, his his hand and it's the move of God the voice of God and the provision of God the move of God the voice of God and the provision of God and if if you 
felt like that first word was for you about just remembering. I really believe that um, God just wants to help you to see what he's done in those three areas, in those three ways. The move of God, how he has at times just just swooped in and done something that was so unexpected or that you didn't even ask for. And I believe for some of us, God wants to retrace our steps to before we even knew him, how he's been moving in your life. And I, I, I really sense with this remembering piece, um, this is actually the beginning of of that living connection in the sense that you're not doing this on your own. You're not recollecting. You are asking for the Holy Spirit to lead you into the truth of where God has been all along. And so, God, we just pray that you would help each one of us to be able to discern you. This is part of growing in our discernment of who you are, of your living presence with us, your hand in our lives, to be able to see and to be able to to call it out, be able to name it, to be able to write it down, and to be able to speak it so that we can continue in it. And so, God, I pray that you would help us to see where you've moved in the past, and maybe we, we, we didn't realize it was you. And so, Holy Spirit, help us to see those moments that, that were, were actually you so clearly. And, and I pray that as we do, it would just give us confidence. Confidence that just as you did it then, you will do it again. And God, I, I pray that, Lord, you would, you would help us walk in the legacy of your Son and what he made available to us in, in the ability to hear from you and god i thank you that that is that is a a vital element of life with you and god would you help us to even take notice of moments in the past where you've spoken and we thought it was our imagination or we thought it was just this off-the-wall thought where we thought it was ourselves. We didn't think anything of it, but it was actually you. And, and would you use those, those moments and the reminder of those moments to cultivate a confidence that we can hear from you? And lastly, your provision, God. God, we... I just feel like there's there's no one in this room that has um, has the confidence that we should have in your provision, and that just means we have room to grow. And so, would you help us help us to remember how you've been our constant provider, constant provider? And so, God, with all of these things, God, I pray that you would speak into what's ahead. And that we will walk with you. And in the coming days, there would be an abundance of testimony. There would be an abundance of testimony for your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.